just this past week. There were some Jews that traveled on buses to a holy shrine, a place that an old, old rabbi was known to have been. He had said that he would somehow affect time in the future and would cause some kind of an outburst and a problem, but that it would bring on a different age. And so typically they go there the same time every year, tens of thousands. And the ritual is to dance and to chant. They arrived, many of them on buses. Oddly enough, those buses were all numbered 666. Interesting, isn't it, last week? The number of flesh and man going to a place to look for a solution, a future. Some problems happened and people got stampeded and killed, at least 44 that I know of, hundreds injured. And that which they came to look for, a release and a relief and an answer became a, what the number specified. A chaos of man. The world's looking for an answer. And the world's not going to stop trying everything but God. The devil's the same yesterday, today, and tomorrow, just so you know. His name means slanderer. And the systems of the world are working overtime trying to distract us from the transitions that God is doing. We are in a place of next and we're getting prepared for another place of next. We must, for those of us who know him and live and move and have our being with him, we must expect and understand that the present glory is never enough. There's always another glory. We transform from a glory to a glory, a place to a place, a next to a next. And so the, the season that was upon us, even in this country in the last election cycle, it's gone. Too many people tried to hold on to it. And that's our tendency as human beings. We want to hold on to what we think the answer is. And God shakes. And he pushes. And he moves us to another place where we realize that our security isn't in the place we came from. Our confidence is in him taking us to the place we go to that really sums up a lot of the message that I had for you today. The theme was, where now? 
is the God of Elijah. Elisha was holding on desperately to an old moment. And the prophetic voices around him that school of the prophets, they heard just enough not to get it right. They tried him twice. They said, don't you know that Elijah, our father, he's, he's going to go away today. This is the day. They were trying to tell him to stay in the place that they were in. And they tried him again, and he was wise enough to tell them to shut up. Stop the noise. Don't distract me. And then as he pursued Elijah, he knew it was his time to go. Elijah made it very clear to them, I'm leaving today. Elijah himself said to him, stay put where you are. Don't follow me. You don't need to see this. And Elisha refused. He pursued after his father. And he told him again, go back. Don't follow me. You don't need to see this. But Elisha said, I want to be with you in that moment that you transition and you go to another place. That I think we get a sense he wanted a glimpse of where Elijah was going. And he wasn't going to be satisfied with the old prophetic voices. They only got a little discernment. They got just enough to get it wrong. So finally, Elijah, as if it's the voice of God speaking to us today, said, okay, so what is it that you want of me? And Elisha said, I want a double portion of what you have. Now, so you understand, in the Hebrew culture of that time, the favored eldest son got the double portion. What he was saying was, I want more favor than even you had. I want the favor of God. It's been taught so incorrectly so many times. And so many people have claimed that they've gotten a portion of somebody passing on. That all stopped with the new covenant where the Lord says he's abundant for all of us. I've never wanted, after I've known Christ, somebody else's mantle because that wouldn't be unique with me and God. Why would I want to be stereotyped and as if I'm stamped out of a 3D image? Nor you. So what we understand is to pursue God to get a glimpse of eternity. Hold on to it. 
put a demand not on the mantle of a man or a woman. Put a demand on our Lord and Savior. Instead of praying for things, how about asking for favor? How about accepting that His grace is all we need in every situation? You know, sometimes we just don't pray a problem away and we don't understand why. But in all times, His peace is available to us that passes all understanding because it's Him in us. We're too busy pursuing the things and the answers and it causes us to stay in strife and chaos. But when we receive the peace, all of a sudden we're flowing in those living eternal waters of the grace of God. And then we know that he indeed has all of eternity to do the best for you. That's a good word to take with us. At the same time, we believe God is here to rescue us from the situations and circumstances of this world, from evil, from our own flesh, from hurts and pains, abuses of the past and to calm the fears of the future. We know all of that. We accept that. Don't let go of that. But it's so much easier to flow in the current of His grace than it is to try to row upstream against our flesh. And finally this, Elisha could have picked up that mantle and wondered about it and looked at it and made an icon out of it, could have put it in a museum, started a Bible school with it. He did two things. He tore his own clothes in half. That's a daring statement that says, I'm not going to be what I was before. I'm not going to wear the same clothes. I'm tearing them in half. I'm stripping down. And then he picked up that mantle that Elijah left behind. And he immediately put the declaration of God at work. He slapped the banks of the Jordan River. It says it parted that way and this way. And he didn't just go, ooh-ah. He crossed it. And the Jordan River is a symbol of transition and change. 
God will surely move upon you with this message. We're about to venture to another place of next. We're not arrogant, but we know who we are and what happened. And the last time he told us the place of next, remember? He said the whole world would be following to a place of next. And it wasn't months later that the world was shutting down and the earth was put on pause. I don't know. I'm not telling you that it's going to be as dramatic or traumatic or but I know we're going to another place of next. And the word of the Lord is to rest in that peace and then to slap down the declaration, prayer of faith of God when the time comes. Slap it down. If you analyze and look at it too long, it'll pass on and you can miss a moment. If you stay in the place that you're at, it will begin to get stale and your spirit and your soul will be stuck. So we're ready to move. We don't understand it, but we're ready to move. Will we see giants in the land ahead of us? Or will we see a land of milk and honey and promise? What do we choose to see? So all night, all morning, the Lord prepared us to first of all move on us with deliverance and freedom and miracle touch a declaration of the restoration and the promises and the joy of God worship that transforms to sing with the angels on high and a word that allows us to have understanding he gives us the full package to worship in the spirit and with the understanding so we thank him for that. We thank him for that.